brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. The Good Day Health Podcast with Dr. Ken Kronhaus, sponsored in part by Calitrin, the safe, proven way to lose weight and keep it off, and by Prevagen, really good for your mind. And every week for a long time, Ken's been here to visit with me and more importantly with you to update you on the research that he does for his own practice down at Lake Cardiology in Mount Dora, Florida. He's a very well-known cardiologist, but you know what? He goes far it's it's a broad practice because people trust him. And so they ask him all kinds of questions about what do I do for this and what do I do for that? But make no mistake, he's a preventative cardiologist and all things start there. And so we start with our first question, Ken, uh, on women and heart disease. Uh, women and men are different. We've talked about, the, <laughs> duh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, a kind of, that's a sort of silly statement to make as we get started here. Yes, that's true. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you know the difference. Yes, I do know the difference. Thank you very much. All right. So what's the difference in the experiential, uh, the way the heart works and or falls apart and the symptomatic ways that women and men can figure out what it is that's going on? Well, the American Heart Association, Doug, also knows the difference, and they published in their Bible journal called Circulation this week, and they discuss this, and there's a lot there, and let's go over it. And I think the reason why we're realizing there's a lot there is because the original early studies on all this didn't involve enough women, and when we study enough women, fortunately, we start seeing the differences. So women and men, Doug, often may experience very different symptoms for cardiovascular diseases, head to toe. Women are more likely than men to report symptoms beyond chest pain when they have a heart attack, depression and anxiety with heart failure, and shortness of breath, exercise intolerance, and physical frailty with heart valve disease. Women who experience a stroke are more likely than men to have other less familiar symptoms. These include headache, altered mental state, coma, or stupor, in addition to the common ones that we think of when we think of stroke. For peripheral artery disease, this is circulation involving the legs. Um, and this causes reduced blood flow to the legs. Women, they're more likely than men to report pain in places other than the calf muscles, like the way guys get it, or even no symptoms at all for women when there's significant blockage in the circulation to the legs. And women and younger adults with heart arrhythmias, these are abnormalities of the electrical system of the heart. Women are more likely to experience palpitations. Men are more likely to experience no symptoms. Isn't it mm. amazing how we in the different sexes... So what causes that, though? Why would that be? <laughs> Look, it's in the genetics. Men and women mm. have different DNA, and it's all in the genetics, and it is what it is. Yeah. All right. So when this happens, when people come into your – you were talking about cramps and things. 
Um, how important are those? You know, you and I talk about this with regard to me. I have cramps all the time. If I take a magnesium supplement, I don't have them, uh, and potassium as well, but mostly magnesium. Uh, but if I don't, I get cramps in my legs, upper, lower legs. And I wonder, I know a lot of people who are my age that have that same problem. You and I certainly have talked about that in the past. Well, let's talk about you a little bit. When you get these discomforts in the legs, they can be due to a lot of things. I was just talking about the plumbing to the legs. Mm -hmm. And when you get discomforts like what you describe, it can be due to severe narrowing, especially in a guy, in the arteries, the pipes that brings the blood from the hips down to the ankles, brings it south. You know, the veins bring it back up north. But the kind of symptoms that you're describing, we call this claudication when it occurs because of severe blockage in the arteries and the legs. But that clearly is not the only reason why you get complaints like what you're talking about. You can have muscle issues in the legs. You can have bone issues in the legs, joint issues in the legs, nerve issues in the legs. Discomforts, symptoms in the legs get complicated because there's so many different things that can cause them. You know, what did I mention? I mentioned the arteries, the nerves, the muscles, the bones, the joints, all of these different parts of the leg can be producing symptoms that overlap and sound similar. So it takes a good detective to figure it out. Yeah. I just um, Googled magnesium in the heart and came up with uh, an article that focuses on uh, magnesium. It's referred to as a miracle. It's a mineral. I don't even know where it comes. It must come from the ground. Must get mined somewhere. Is that where, where does magnesium come from? The body doesn't produce it. The body needs it, though. So it gets must be in the soil because gets into our food, right? Well, yes, it's in the food. It's just like it's in. It's just like it's an electrolyte, just like sodium, potassium, chloride. Um, it it's part of the electrical activity of the body. The Cells, especially in the heart, in the brain, in the muscles, use electrical activities to signal. And the different ions in the body, the sodium, the potassium, the chloride, the magnesium, they all work together to create these very mild but important electrical activities. A focus on monkeypox next here on Good Day Health. Right now I want to talk to you about a technology that is being used now to destroy viruses, odors, mold, things that are common problems in your home. Maybe you've got a litter box, a cat, right? A lot of odor from that, trash cans, dirty diapers, cooking smells. If you're like me and you overcook everything, the fish stinks the morning after. That's where my new thunderstorm air purifier comes in very handy. It's a new air purifier. No filters to replace. It removes all of the toughest odors, destroys deadly viruses, stops allergies before they start. And that's a problem we've all had this year because of the dryness and or the moisture. Depends on where you are. Uh, but they both love both dry conditions and moisture conditions bring out the worst in terms of allergies. So if you'd like to help yourself, help your family be healthier, don't breathe dirty air anymore. Go to EdenPureDeals.com, E-D-E-N-P-U-R-E, EdenPureDeals, one word, dot com. And when you're checking out, save 
$200, one $200 by using the discount code DUG3, D-R-U-G, the number three, three Thunderstorm air purifiers for under $200 right now. Shipping is free, EdenPureDeals.com. Get the air that you need for you and your family. Use the discount code DUG3, you'll save $200. Up with Dr. Ken again here on Good Day Health. The monkeypox scare, which is, in my mind, what it is. Uh, there are a lot of cases, depending on where you are. And so now the latest is that some medical experts say they want to rename monkeypox, Ken, because the term evokes racist stereotypes. Does that mean that because monkey, you know, well, I don't even want to get into it, frankly. Uh, here we go again. I don't know that I disagree because kind of that's the first thing I thought of in this new way of thinking about words. Uh, I understand the stereotype. I understand why people are concerned. I guess what's more concerning than the name is what really the implications are here. What do we have to be concerned about, if anything? Well, I, I think part of the name was that it was only seen in animals Monkeys. previously, yeah. but but clearly, and we'll talk a little bit about it, it's, it goes both ways, and it clearly doesn't occur only in animals. But the, the news really this week is that the cases of monkeypox have jumped more than 20% across the globe in just a week. There are now more than 35,000 cases that the World Health Organization is aware of. And most of these cases have occurred in Europe and America. There have been 12 deaths reported. There's about 5,200 cases in America. I don't think you have to be overly concerned about this unless you're in the, one of the high-risk groups. Uh, but it, this is something that we all need to be aware of because I think this is not going to go away. All right. So it won't go away. The uh, Centers for Disease Confusion... Um, or, I don't know, are they in agreement with the World Health Organization, which is about as corrupt as any international organization there is, uh, is who's on what page here? Well, I, I think the CDC, I don't know what you mean by who's on what page. I think they're both trying to alert everybody. And I think the CDC is trying to do a better job than they did with COVID-19 and uh, and they're trying to stay ahead of this because I think they've realized that they have learned a lot and they fell far short with COVID-19. So I think they're trying to. So this was, but the pendulum looks like it's going the other way. They've changed their guidance already a couple of times. The monkey pox not only affects humans, apparently, but as you said, it's animals. A dog has monkey pox. Now, well, there's a recorded uh, uh, is it, a dog has gotten it. How it, does the dog it's get been, it? It's been discovered that people, Doug, can pass the monkeypox virus on to their pet dogs. Therefore, according to the CDC folks uh, who are infected with the virus, uh, you should avoid close contact with your pets. A four-year-old Italian greyhound in France developed lesions and tested positive for monkeypox 12 days after its owner sh first showed symptoms. Yeah. I, I just think that this thing is is overcooked, and I don't want to see us go down the same silly route that we went with uh, with uh, pot, with um, uh, COVID. Opioids, and who needs them, and who doesn't. 
Uh, this is something that I came across this week because I've had a toothache. And I I was going to go get it taken care of. I think it's probably a root canal thing. It's probably going to mean the tooth has to come out. Uh, but I've I, it comes and goes. But I can remember the last time I had a, a tooth taken out, Ken. The dentist thought I should have uh, and what amounts to an opioid. What is the most common one? I forget what it's called because I have stayed away from it. But what's the most common one of these things that people get hooked on? Oxy, right? Oxy. Oxycontin, yes. Yeah. Okay. So you've got some research here that suggests that it's not something you need for a dental procedure. So how deeply is that problem looked into here? Well, this might be a changing way that dentists practice. This is a very important study. This came out of uh, JAMA, the Journal of the American Medical Association Network, Open Medical Journal this week. What they report, Doug, is that a dental clinic that stopped prescribing all opioids reported this week in this medical journal that its patients managed pain well and that the decision most likely helped many patients steer clear of all opioid abuse. And again, I think this study could result in a major change in practice. Really? Hmm. Well, that's probably a good thing, isn't it, right? Yes, absolutely. It's about time. We, maybe it's even a little slow. Uh, so I say about time kind of in a snarky way because these uh, people are too slow to react to stuff like this. It's been pretty obvious for quite a long time how bad these are. Okay, next up, mothers, postpartum depression. Under what circumstances might a mother have more of a problem than under circumstances that she wouldn't? Is this physical, emotional, spiritual? What's the problem? This comes out of a report this week in JAMA Psychiatry, Doug, that the risk of developing postpartum depression may be almost twice as high in mothers with a family history of any psychiatry disorder compared with mothers without this background. So if you have a psychiatric disorder, mom, in your family, just realize that you're at higher risk for postpartum depression. Be aware of it. Get some counseling. Watch for it. This is a real issue. There are suicides after delivery, and we don't want to lose any mom, especially after they just delivered. You know, let me go back to opioids for just a second. Um, I just was, uh, sometimes as we're talking about this stuff, I look for more information to add to our conversation about whatever the issue is. And I noticed that here in my hometown of Framingham, Massachusetts, this weekend, they're going to post um, flags on our common to represent the people who have died of opioid poisoning last year here. So that's an interesting reality and recognition of how important or how destructive these things are. Don't you think purple flags? That's what they. Well, you well, may Doug, where you are too. You're aware of fentanyl, right? I mean, yeah. this is the. This is. This is fentanyl is a huge problem, which is one of the opioids, and and you know it's a huge cause of death in our young folks. It's it's, it's just horrible. Mm-hmm. What what do you suppose gets people the psychology? We could probably talk about this forever, but why would people want to do this to themselves knowingly? Because when you take drugs, it, you know what you're doing. You know you're taking drugs. Well, 
I I think it's a complicated question, but it, it takes so little fentanyl to kill yeah. that I think there's a good fraction of people who don't even realize they're taking fentanyl. It's being mixed in, contaminating other mm-hmm. things that you know, I, you gotta ask them why are they taking the, the contaminated yeah. product. Dr. Ken Kronhaus, happy to have him along from Lake Cardiology down in Mount Florida. Those of you who have listened to this program for years, many of you have taken advantage of either going to see Ken or doing the telemedicine routine, which is still certainly available. If you call Ken's office at Lake Cardiology, 352-735-1400, then you can take advantage of his knowledge, his manner, uh, the help of the staff. He's got a great staff there at Lake Cardiology. So you want to, if there's something bothering you and you haven't gotten to the bottom of it yet, this is a good place to go next. It's 352-735-1400 for Ken Kronhaus at Lake Cardiology. Okay, so I promised more COVID. Here's uh, the, um, the the whole update on people infected uh, with the Omicron part of this uh, and the fact that they may not know. How much how uh, much of a problem is this? How many people do you think are wandering around, Ken, that are infected and spreading it and they don't know they've got it? I, I think there's a lot. In fact, in this report in the medical journal this week, JAMA Network Open, Doug, we learned that more than half of the people infected with COVID-19's Omicron variant are unaware they have the highly contagious virus, and this may be a key contributor to its rapid person-to-person transmission within communities. So unlike the original variant uh, going back a couple of years and the other Delta going back to last summer, the Omicron variant that we've seen since January and really peaked in with uh, BA4 and BA5 in June this, in some people, is a minimal illness. In some people, it's a tragic illness, but in some, it's a, a minimal, and they don't even know they're bringing it to grandma and grandpa, and they can cause death. So that's why it's very important to be very careful with yourself, especially when, especially when you're visiting people who are who are, are at high risk of getting severe disease. But how do you do, if you don't know you have it? This sounds like a fool's errand. No, no, you can. There's now, Doug. Come on. There's now very available, very. Yeah, I get that. No, I'm not. Disc- I'm not discounting that. But people don't do it. They don't get the test. Well, some people do. Some people don't. Most people don't because oh. they don't want to know. Well, I, 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 it depends. I think you're giving people too much credit. With, <laughs> I think there's a. I think there's a ton of self-testing going on, Doug. Yeah. In fact, I. Th- I think that's the most way that people are diagnosing it right now is by home self-testing. But you know as well as I do that there are people who don't want to know and they won't. Oh, sure. I'm not saying everybody's self-testing. I'm saying there's a a lot of self-testing going on. Yeah, there's a fraction of people who don't test, but, you know, know, you're never going to get everybody to do everything they're supposed to do. That's for sure. Right. (laughs) but, but, But clearly, clearly the most common way this is now, but the... The fact is the most common way that COVID is being diagnosed currently is by people at home doing their own self-test. Right. Okay. So that's good to know. Next on the COVID bandwagon, Paxlovid, which is Pfizer's pill, 
has shown no benefit. This is very interesting for adults that are your age and my age and even younger. So what in the world is this? Is this uh, was it tested against a placebo? Well, yes. Um, This is a wake up call. This is a huge breaking story just broke in the New England Journal of Medicine as we're going on the air, actually, Doug. And the news is that Pfizer's COVID-19 pill, it appears to provide little or no benefit for younger adults while still reducing the risk of hospitalization and death for high-risk seniors. So in this new study, which involved thousands of patients, it is likely going to renew the questions about our use of Paxlovid, which has become the go-to treatment due to its at-home convenience. And what was so important in this study was that it seemed to only be really effective for people over the age of 65. This is, it was a very well done study, Israeli study, and the Israelis have been ahead of the world yep. on coming up with what's going on with COVID-19. So this is really gonna get people scratching their heads right now. And the one of the other important things about Paxlovid, you know, the company reports from anywhere between 2% in some studies to 10% of this rebound. But just think for a second about the prominent high-profile people, which we all know have recently had COVID. So you have the president, you have his wife, you have Dr. Fauci, and the common thread is they all got Paxlovid. And guess what? They all got rebound. You know, about a week or two later, they got COVID again. again. Yeah. So it's a so you begin to wonder: Is this rebound as rare as what's being reported? Mm-hmm. Speaking of Dr. Fauci, what do you make of the fact that he's announced he's retiring? What impact will that have, if any, on all of the hoopla surrounding COVID or other things uh, that he was uh, uh, supervising? Doug, I just want to wish Dr. Fauci a Happy retirement. That's as much as I want to comment on that. (laughs) Okay. All right. Uh, Far be it for me to try to put you in a corner. Next item with regard to COVID-19 is how you can benefit. I wonder if this, I've, I've thought this before, and I don't know that you and I have talked about it, because I'm so busy and I move as much as I do. Uh, whether it's it's recorded as exercise, movement, whatever, but I'm always on the go. Maybe that's why I haven't had COVID. What do you think? Well, uh, it it may be an issue. It also may be how much contact you have with a lot of people indoors. But w- this is a very important study, and it really seems accurate based on what we think exercise does to our immune systems. Mm -hmm. This appeared in the British Journal of Sports Medicine this week, that regular exercise appears to significantly reduce your risk of getting COVID-19, Doug. And if you do get COVID-19, routine, moderate, or intense exercise dramatically lowers your risk for serious illness, hospitalization, and or death. Pretty convincing. That's something to take in. Up next, a focus on alcohol, smoking, and obesity, and what they will lead you to if you keep up with any or all of those items. Speaking of obesity, 
Uh, we're back to having a problem. Well, I, I guess we didn't really ever go away from it. Some of you have made individual choices to make sure that you stay healthy long into your later years by losing weight, keeping your body mass index where it's supposed to be within reason. You know, there are guidelines. You're, you know, the waist size should be this, and maybe there's a little leniency. And when it comes to your weight, uh, there's a little leniency, but there's not a lot. And as Ken says, let's see if I can quote you correctly this time. I've never seen a 90-year-old man who is obese. Is that my close on the – sometimes I misquote yes, you. I've never seen an obese 90-year-old man. There you go. Okay. All right. So with that in mind, you want to live to be 90 or over, then perhaps you should go to toploss.com. That's the website for Calitrin, which is the – Naturally, when I say the, it is it. It is the only way you can all naturally not only lose weight, but more importantly, keep it off. This is the way to help yourself in so many different ways. And because the ingredients are what they are, aloe vera, collagen and collagen proteins, uh, these enzymes that are in calatrin will certainly help to keep you uh, off the, the you know the negative side of the scale, but it's also very good for your joints, your skin, all that good stuff. So find all the product information you need at the website toploss.com. I encourage you, if you want to be successful losing weight and more importantly, keeping it off for your health and longevity, go to toploss.com, take advantage of uh, their uh, the um, dog days of summer sale. I think that They've changed it. It's back to school, but it's no make difference what it's called. The fact you can get 90 days free of the product by three months, get 90 days free. That's the deal right now. Plus free shipping when you use my name, Doug, as you check out at toploss.com, toploss.com, code Doug for Calitrin. Back with Dr. Ken Kronhaus here. Doug Steffen, happy to have my friend Dr. Ken on every week on Good Day Health. So let's go back for a moment to the consideration we were talking about exercise and what protects you against getting a really bad case of COVID. So is there a measure here, Ken? Exactly. So how much of a workout brought about the biggest benefit of protection in this study in the British Journal of Sports Medicine? Doug, what they discovered was that roughly two hours and 20 minutes of moderately intense exercise each week or one hour and 15 minutes of vigorous exercise mm -hmm. offered the broadest protection against the virus. All right. So that leads us into another section here of your studies this week. The fact that if you keep Walking, uh, this is good for your um, cardiological reality, but there are a couple of studies that have basically pushed people to do what we were just talking about and then some, right? Absolutely. You're talking about getting into your 90s and, you know, the 80 is the new 60. Yeah. This comes out of the European Society of Cardiology and JAMA Networks opened two studies this week on this. And what we learned that is if you're 80 years old or older, and that is really not so old these days, nope. strolling even one hour every week, that's only 10 minutes a day, will help you prolong your life. Adults, regardless of their age, are advised to do at least 150 minutes a week of moderate intensity activity or 75 minutes a week of vigorous intensity activity. But yeah. only 10 minutes of walking a day for you octogenarians, 80 and over, is going to prolong your life. It's easy 
become a couch potato, sit in front of the television set, somebody's going to wake you up dead on the couch because that's not going to do you any or, good. Or have dementia doing that. Yeah, I, I saw that this week too. You want to talk a little bit about that? The fact that if you spend, is there an hour limit? To how many hours a day or a week that might lead you to have, uh, this is, the, you know, the, uh, what happens when you're a couch potato, not good physically, but apparently not good for your brain either. Exactly, and that's what I want to just add to that. Yeah, I think fact. we've said it all. Yeah, okay. All right, let's move into um, uh, the uh, the medical marijuana. There's a whole bunch of stuff. Let's save this for questions for Doctor Ken, because there's a business. There's a lot of alcohol smoking uh, news this week, marijuana news, magic mushroom news. Uh, so let's talk about this study that shows. Um, look, these are these are twins in the DNA report, or these are family members, or who is in this study for DNA? Doug, the word of the day is doppelganger. Do you know it's one word, doppelganger? Mm, I've heard Do you, the word. I learned a new word. Do you know what do, a doppelganger is? I I know the word, but I don't remember what it is. A person's unrelated lookalike. It, this is commonly known as a doppelganger, may actually share genes that affect not only how they appear, but also how they behave. This comes out of cell reports this week, but behavior is also similar in these people. Really? All right. That's, I mean, there's a lot you can dig into. A lot of people are doing work on themselves to find out what their history is and DNA is an important part of it. Dr. Ken Kronhaus here from his clinic in Florida, Lake Cardiology down in Mount Dura. Great place to go. It's a great, it's a great little town to go visit. You're hearing my voice a smile. I love walking around in town. I love going to lunch with Ken or Sandy, his assistant. It's just kind of a neat place to be and a great place to have uh, some of your worst problems taken care of or at least addressed by Dr. Ken. So, invitation stands. Call the office, 352-735-1400 for an evaluation that you will never forget. All right, let's talk about all of the bad things, all right? Questions come about using medical marijuana versus recreational marijuana and how it affects you. Medical marijuana is supposed to be good for you if you're in pain. I know lots of people who are smoking lots of pot these days, and they say this is a this is a lifesaver. So you're not so sure, Ken. Well, this comes out this week from the European Society of Cardiology, Doug, that people who use medical marijuana to treat chronic pain, as you're describing, they may have a heightened risk of a heart arrhythmia. This is an irregularity of the electrical system of the heart. Among 1.6 million people with chronic pain in this study, those prescribed medical marijuana, they were 64% more likely to suffer a heart rhythm disturbance in the next six months. So what does that tell you? Go one step further with this. What it tells me is that you have to be cautious when you're thinking about using medical marijuana, that it's not a panacea of safety for in everybody. And if you have heart issues, if you have a risk of this, you have to think about it and you have to be cautious and aware of it. 
if you're going to even think of going down this lane. It's not totally without any risk. Okay. Now, it's we use medical marijuana often to, uh, to try to uh, eliminate or deal with the pain that people get if they have cancer or you know, some other disease, but mostly cancer. The pain is very is horrific. So now here's more news on cancer. And I wonder if you can explain how uh, the research has been done to determine that alcohol and smoking and obesity really jack up your chances of getting cancer. Well, this is just looking worldwide at people who have cancer. And this was published this week in Lancet, very uh, prominent medical journal. And what these authors who studied thousands, tens, hundreds of thousands of people discovered is that alcohol, smoking, and a high body mass index, you know, the BMI, when yours is over 30, you're obese, are the preventable risk factors attributable to, are you ready, nearly half of all global cancer deaths. So, So this is a way to help yourself prevent death from cancer. Alcohol, smoking, and weight, very important. Doesn't it all make sense? The people you see who are dying of cancer because they smoked, see them everywhere. The people who are overweight, the fat cells attract cancer cells. If you drink, that's a basic sugar, and that adds to your weight. So that's the connection there, and it's, it seems nothing but common sense to me, but it doesn't keep people from wanting to drink, smoke, or eat bad stuff. Uh, now, here's the, the connector here. I saw a new study uh, that suggests the compound that comes in psychedelic mushrooms helps those people who are drinkers, alcoholics, cut back or quit entirely. What do you make of that? The effect of whatever is in a magic mushroom and its effect on alcohol, drinking and alcoholism. What do you think? Well, there is a study out that magic mushrooms, uh, psychedelic, may help ease (laughs) alcohol addiction. Um, I would not recommend anybody go and self-treat and try to help themselves here. This is out of JAMA Psychiatry, and it's a small study. It's early, and it needs more and more research, and you need to be talking to an expert in this area so you don't unintentionally do yourself in. I. I once thought of rewriting the old Perry Como song, Magic Moments. Remember that song? And of course. And changing the lyric line to Magic oh. Mushrooms. We could maybe come up with a little song. But, the, yeah, I'm being facetious to a point. Um, whatever. Just be conscious. I grew up around alcoholism, and it's the, the worst thing in the world to see uh, in someone. So, uh, But, you know, it's easier said than done. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. 
They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Douglas is a real Prevagen user and paid testimonialist. My name is Douglas, I'm 79 and I live in Chicago. I'm a writer, director. I used to be a marathon runner. Now I'm a walker. In the kind of work that I do, you are surrounded by people who are all younger than you. Memory became a factor. As everyone gets older, where did I put my keys? But I had to get help to stay competitive. I happened across Prevagen and I started taking it. I saw myself having an improved memory, which at the same time, I felt better about myself. I could not be doing what I'm doing today had it not been for Prevagen. Prevagen, healthier brain, better life. Prevagen is available in stores everywhere. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, this product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The Good Day Health Podcast with Dr. Ken Kronhaus, sponsored in part by Calitrin, the safe, proven way to lose weight and keep it off, and by Prevagen, really good for your mind. This program was edited by Bob K. Sound and Recording. Visit bobksound.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.